This is News Today with WDW News Today. I'm Tom Corliss of WDWNT.com. Please like this video, subscribe, and hit the notifications bell to make sure you never miss the latest from the Disney theme parks around the world. But here now the news for September 4th, 2023. Actually, before we get into the news real quick, uh, just a little bit of housekeeping I need to do. First of all, I'm sorry, I'm unshaven, and I'm, I feel like I'm a mess today. Um, we were out covering uh, the first weekend of Halloween Horror Nights 32 at Universal Orlando Resort over the weekend myself and of course Annie who is our Universal manager runs the show over there um, and so uh, apologize for that uh, so uh, please if you like to visit Universal if you like to visit Horror Nights please check out all of our coverage at UniversalParksNewsToday.com and check out the Universal Parks News Today channel Annie and I have done an honest review of all the houses we have a very long uh, food review coming out where we tried every single new item uh, that is available, food and drink item, at Horror Nights this year. Please go check that all out. Uh, we appreciate the support. The other thing I want to talk about is uh, these are things we advertise on the website and our social media. And I know uh, there's a number of you that maybe don't even visit either of those things the way you interact with WDWNT is here um, through news today and our YouTube programming. Um, and so I want to talk about um, some positions we have open. Uh, number one is uh, we are currently looking for way more help on the YouTube side as far as uh, we need people who can edit video, we need graphic design, we need people who do motion graphics. All of those are very real needs we have as uh, we continue to produce this show, as we continue to produce news tonight over on our TV channel. Um, all of that new Lorcana programming that's happening on the TV channel as well. Um, we do have, I don't know if this has been announced yet, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Um, we do have a long form video podcast coming to this channel and as well a new show about uh, Disney memorabilia uh, that'll be debuting in the next couple weeks and months and so we need we need more people to help us put all that together so again uh, please email us I don't even what is do we have a jobs email does anyone know the jobs at wwnt.com thank you just email me it's fine Tom at WWNT.com. I'll make sure it gets to the right people. Um, if any of those sound like things you are particularly good at and you'd love to be a part of WWNT, we would love to have you. So please uh, send a resume over, uh, Tom at WWNT.com. I'll make sure it gets to Eric and the right people, and uh, we'll set up an interview, and uh, we'll bring you on board. But, but uh, we have a lot of big stuff planned, uh, and we need some help making it happen. All right, now let's get to the news. The Central Florida Tourism Oversight District is expecting to spend millions of dollars in legal expenses in the near future as Disney's ongoing legal battle with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis continues and Disney is footing uh, both sides of, of the bill, according to the Orlando Sentinel. The DeSantis-controlled Central Florida Tourism Oversight District Board projects that it will spend $4.5 million on litigation during the next budget year on top of the near $2 million that has already been spent. To pay for these expenses, the district pulls from the tax revenue it collects, as any local government does. Disney and its affiliated properties pay about 86% of the district's property taxes, with the rest of the taxpayers being mostly hotels and businesses in the area. The district collected a total of $186.7 million in property taxes in 2023. Disney paid about $161.1 million of that amount. According to the Sentinel, Glenn Gilzine, the district's administrator, has called this growing legal bill unavoidable. Sticking with this long-running legal battle between Disney and the Florida governor, there's a new development. 
According to the New York Times, Disney has sent letters to the office of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and other state entities this week, stating that the company would pursue more lawsuits over the state not complying with public records requests. Per the Times, Disney filed a motion this past Friday, September 1st, to amend its federal suit to remove complaints specifically related to the development contracts for the former Reedy Creek Improvement District, which is what the state lawsuit against the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District covers, and leave Disney's accusation that DeSantis violated the company's First Amendment rights intact. The motion was denied uh, later that day by Judge Alan Windsor in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Florida in Tallahassee. In that same motion, however, Disney disclosed that DeSantis and six other state entities had not complied with public records requests from May of this year made by the company's lawyers during the discovery process of both cases. This week, Disney mailed letters to the offices of DeSantis and the other state entities saying that the company would sue each under Florida's Public Records Act unless the requested materials were made available by September 6th. It has now been nearly four months since our request, and we have yet to receive any of the requested records or any substantive response asserting valid exemptions. Adam Losey, an Orlando lawyer working for Disney, has stated in one of the letters that Disney is asking for all documents and communications, including but not limited to text messages, signal messages, and WhatsApp messages on any devices with the keywords Disney or mouse, among other, among other words, according to letters. Uh, this is the latest entry in that feud, and it is getting wilder and wilder uh, by the weeks. But we'll keep you in the loop as uh, we learn more. The Tron Light Cycle Run had its grand opening in April of this year, but according to a billboard on the Walt Disney World Railroad route, it was still programming. The Tron billboard has finally been replaced with a new one. It is a storybook circus billboard, which guests can see as they take a train out of the Miniland and into the Tomorrowland Tunnel beneath Tron Light Cycle Run. The new billboard features Casey Jr. and reads, Thanks for choo-choo-sing Storybook Circus. I love that. It's cute. A yellow stripe along the bottom reads, The greatest show in history yesterday, today, and tomorrow. The last word is emphasized as the train is beginning to enter Tomorrowland. Um, this is interesting because it's not a billboard that fits the time period of Storybook Circus. It is a, it's, a, it's a steel frame. It's been that way since this billboard went up when construction began of Tron in 2017. Um, this billboard is, is a pretty long-standing structure in the park at this point. I'm surprised they didn't just take it down, um, but instead they just put new art. The new art is great. I would love if they put a faux wood frame on it or something just to make it fit more in Storybook Circus. Like, we've ruined Storybook Circus enough with Tron in the back. It kills the sight lines. So if we could, you know, put a little more effort into this, guys, it would be deeply appreciated. Less than a month after the crispy chicken dumplings replaced the fried pork and vegetable pot stickers at the Sunshine Tree Terrace of the Magic Kingdom, a new option of crispy beef dumplings has joined them. Of course, the Sunshine Tree Terrace is home to the Orange Bird in Adventureland. Uh, on the physical restaurant menu, the beef dumplings were the only option seemingly replacing the chicken. However, the chicken dumplings were still advertised on the online menu. The crispy beef dumplings are $8.49. They come with an orange ginger glaze. You can read the review at WDWNT.com. This program is brought to you by our official travel agent sponsor, Be Our Guest Vacations. Your dream vacation begins with Be Our Guest and their concierge team of expert vacation planners. Head on over to BeOurGuestVacations.com slash WDWNT and their team will design your next magical vacation from the Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resorts to the Disney Cruise Line to Adventures by Disney and more. They're also able to book unforgettable VIP tours where you and your group can experience the ultimate park day. And the best part is 
Their concierge services are 100% free, so book today. Fireworks testing will be taking place overnight at Epcot on Sunday, September 10th, according to the Orlando Theme Park News website, uh, with the test being in preparation for the new permanent nighttime fireworks show. Pyrotechnics and other special effects will be tested at the park starting at 11 p.m., with the test lasting until approximately 1 a.m. the following morning. These tests are not expected to include uh, performance or audio, performances or audio testing that might affect guests, but guests staying at Disney Resort hotels in the Epcot Resort area will be affected as the expected noise level is projected to be significant. It is pyro after all. Still no debut date for this fireworks show, but the rumor is sometimes for the end of, end of the month or early October, so sooner rather than later. Destination D23 has announced the details about the evening event on their schedule taking place after the Epcot Always in a State of Becoming panel on Saturday, September 9th. The event will be an evening at Epcot with D23, Granted, uh, granting Destination D23 attendees admission to Epcot after 5 p.m. to enjoy the park with some quote-unquote special surprises. Of course, the special surprises could include a few things. We, there are a number of things about to debut at the park. There is the Figment meet-and-greet, of course, or, of course, Journey of Water inspired by Moana, which is already undergoing cast member uh, testing and previews at this time. It is assumed there will be some uh, something that we have not, that the general public has not seen before, this would be a great time for Figment to pop out. Um, it makes a lot of sense. Moana's already in previews and operating anyway. Why not let the D23 members go see it? Um, so either way, we will be there at Destination D23. We will bring you all the news. Of course, we're expecting several announcements about the future of Walt Disney World and the other Disney parks around the world. Perhaps some new attractions. Who knows? Um, but this will be part of our coverage as well. So stay tuned. We will bring you everything as it happens this coming weekend. The Florida Blue Medicare Lounge has once again taken over restaurant Marrakesh in the Morocco Pavilion at Epcot, giving guests a place to take in some air conditioning and enjoy complimentary offerings. You do not need to be a Florida Blue member to gain entry. Simply search Florida Blue in the My Disney Experience app, tap the link at the bottom of the page, fill out the form, and you'll receive your guest pass. The guest pass is valid from September 1st through November 18th of this year. Inside, guests can enjoy complimentary offerings such as mosaic art, free beverages, and henna, uh, organized as Sculpt, Sip, and Swirl. For Sculpt, guests can make a one-of-a-kind mosaic tile to take home. On their display card, it says the process of making art encourages the release of endorphins, feel-good chemicals that can improve mood and even reduce pain. For Sip, guests can enjoy complimentary beverages like Moroccan mint tea and blended juices to stay hydrated in the Florida heat. And Swirl offers complimentary henna tattoos for all lounge guests as an activity to promote self-care. The interior is still decorated as Restaurant Marrakesh, but there are Florida Blue Medicare Lounge banners throughout the space. The Florida Blue Medicare Lounge is open daily from 12 to 6. Uh, let's check it out. The Halloween Tribute Store at Universal Studios Florida for Halloween Horror Nights 32 has brought a moment from the great movie ride back from the dead six years after the iconic Hollywood Studios attraction closed. The great movie ride, of course, was housed in the Chinese theater at the studios. It took guests into the movies, uh, riding through classic scenes from Mary Poppins, Fantasia, Alien, and several more films. The great movie ride closed permanently on August 13, 2017, and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway took over the space, uh, opening in 2020. But Halloween Horror Nights is held annually at Universal Studios Florida. Uh, their own Universal, uh, Universal's own movie-themed park, 
uh, which in a lot of ways is a sister park to Hollywood Studios. They both ripped each other off heavily, in fact. This year's tribute store uh, pays homage to classic comic books. And the tribute store's second story, False Idols Part 1, A Boris Schuster Mystery, is a detective film noir with gangster elements. Guests enter the story through a tunnel-like room, passing a loading zone and a freaky-looking fish person. The tribute store's curator character and the fish person are both dressed in dark trench coats and fedoras. Everything in this section of the store is black and white. And if guests turn around in the tunnel before moving on, they'll notice a sign above the previous doorway reading, One-way tunnel, wait for green light. And below that is a black and white pair of lights with one, uh, one lightly colored and the other dark colored. And the dark colored one has a bullet hole in it. The props pay tribute to a famous scene in the great movie ride where vehicles would come to a stop in either uh, a room themed to the 1930s gangster films or a room inspired by the Old West and Westerns. The ride vehicle will then be taken over by either a gangster named Muggsy or a cowboy on the run from the law. And in the more common gangster version, the tour guide stopped the ride vehicle at a red light because they wouldn't run a red light even in a movie. And the tour guide would escape and Muggsy would, would uh, take over the car, hopping in. And of course, uh, he would never run a red light either, he or she, and shot the red light. And that's why there's a bullet hole in it. And of course, that, that, uh, that train platform we go under looks very similar to the one in this store. Um, this is one of the most cute and thoughtful attraction references of all time, and it's in a different park. It's not even in a Disney park. That being said, in Runaway Railway, there are references to that scene. There is the trash can with the cat in it that rattles. Also in this room in the tribute store, there is in fact that trash can and the broken pipe, which I believe had a microphone in it, um, which was for the, the actors when they stepped out of the vehicle to use uh, out in the open scene. Um, this is such a cute and thoughtful thing. I, I hadn't actually read our post yet. I went to the store and I had a mo I turned around and saw it and I actually started to tear up a bit because if you know me, uh, great movie ride, my favorite attraction of all time. I miss it dearly. And this was such a uh, thoughtful tribute. And I think it shows again that the pop culture impact of the great movie ride is one of those like Journey to Imagination and Horizons and some of those other ones that have come before that it is going to stick with the people that saw it forever. I think it's going to be one of those things that is continually referenced to Disneyland people over these things that probably shouldn't have gone away, should have just been updated, that we lost um, for various reasons. And um, it is nice to see love continuing to pour in for one of the most iconic, memorable, one of the greatest attractions of all time that is in many ways the identity of that park and such an important part of the identity of the Walt Disney World Resort. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Go check it out. A number of seasonal and Halloween-inspired treats have arrived at Disney Springs. We'll begin with Swirls on the Water, which is located on the Marketplace side of the Springs. They have a Haunted Mansion ice cream cone for $6.49. It's available September 1st through October 31st. It's pistachio and purple cheesecake soft serve in a black vanilla cone with a hitchhiking ghost chocolate medallion. They also have an apple cider slush for $5.99, also available from uh, September through October. It's an apple cider pumpkin uh, uh, soft serve and an apple slice. Uh, it's also available with fireball cinnamon whiskey for $14.50. Meanwhile, they have a Dole Whip sampler for $7.49. It's pistachio and purple cheesecake soft serve garnished with roasted salted pistachios. There's Dole Whip pineapple swirled uh, with vanilla soft serve garnished with a pineapple wedge and salted caramel soft serve with caramel sauce garnished with caramel crisp pearls. 
There's also a new dessert that doubles as a festive take on a Disney icon at Marketplace Snacks. They're serving up the Mini Witch Waffle Sunday. Uh, Marketplace Snacks is located on the Marketplace side of Disney Springs as well. This is $8.99, also available through all of September and October. It's a bubble waffle filled with chocolate soft serve, orange sauce, chocolate cream cookies, candy corn, and chocolate sticks. You can read reviews of all these items at WDWNT.com. Construction materials, vehicles, and walls are gone from the lobby of Disney's Grand Floridian Resort as construction wraps up on the lobby area. Furniture and decorations are back in the lobby for guests to enjoy, and uh, white scrims remain around some of the upstairs balconies, although work uh, may be complete. Uh, they are working on the rooms in this building as well, it's worth noting. Uh, as you know, they've been remodeling building by building to those new style rooms. They're now working on the rooms in here and also happen to do some railing work um, while they were in here. Construction began in June, taking over a large portion of the said lobby. Uh, the lobby itself is set to be remodeled, though uh, not until next year now. That was delayed um, because they fell behind and they did not want to not have uh, the gingerbread house in the lobby this year. Also, the word on the street is um, that Disney is taking a second look at those remodeling plans for that lobby um, after guest feedback. You may know that this has been, I think, one of the longest-running saga, I think in the entire history of WWNT, this is the longest-running saga we've had with Disney and a project where um, I think even before we ever butted heads with Bob Chapek, we ran a post uh, where we said that he had walked in the Grand Floridian and, and he hated it. He didn't like it, and he thought um, the, the resort needed to be remodeled, the theme needed to be essentially lifted, and they needed to feel more like the Four Seasons. They needed, in an effort to make it more of the real flagship resort, for Walt Disney World, it needed to be more upscale and modernized um, in the style of like a Four Seasons, very similar to the one on Walt Disney World property. And over the years, we've seen that slowly come into play. The Enchanted Rose Project, which of course unfortunately killed the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra, which is a staple of the resort, which it's a sin they got rid of. But um, you've seen that modern aesthetic they've introduced on the second floor, um, that exterior seating area for Enchanted Rose. Um, and we've seen it at Citricos. We've seen modernization at Victoria and Alberts. We know they're, they're in the middle of remodeling 1900 Park Fair, which still hasn't reopened since COVID. Um, we saw the remodeling project at Narcusis. And the lobby was sort of the next phase of this. And I think um, because we came out and said that it was expected that they would modernize the lobby, a number of you obviously went in our comments and on social media and said something about it that you weren't cool with that and you didn't want the Grand Floridian to go in the same direction as a number of the modern Disney hotels or the remodeled Disney hotels of recent years had gone. Um, and Disney listened very loud and clear. And so now we're in a bit of a holding pattern. It's still expected they'll probably begin in January, but they have at the very least gone back to the drawing board to decide what the lobby is going to look like. For the, for the time being, you have at least until January when the, when the gingerbread house leaves to enjoy the Grand Floridian lobby for the most part as it has existed since 1988. I would suggest you go enjoy that. I know I'm going to um, before. Who knows what happens? Maybe they'll do a good job. I, knock on wood, I certainly hope they do. I don't want them to ruin another resort lobby. So, um, you know, fingers crossed this turns out all right. Speaking of lobby remodeling, after months of construction work, the refurbishment is now complete for Disney's Beach Club and their resort lobby. Uh, it's fully reopened. However, the solarium remains closed. Uh, it's believed the solarium is now closed for remodeling work as well. It'll be sort of reworked into a more permanent 
um, and, and well-advertised seating area for Beach Club Marketplace, the counter service location nearby. Initially, work was set to be completed in April of this year. It was extended into the fall. Uh, this summer, new soft goods were added, including carpeting. Uh, the single long check-in counter previously in this spot has been split into three counters. We've seen this at a number of resorts. Um, they like to have it where the guests can come out and greet the guests or, or come around to them. Uh, the counters are white with light blue panels on the front and decorative seashells in the center. There's also now a dip in the center, making the uh, middle counter more accessible to wheelchair users. The wallpaper behind the counter is a light pink with a damask pattern of seashells and other beach-like elements. And new artwork depicts a beach at sunset. This piece features Daisy and Donald enjoying the beach together. In this piece, Donald's nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, are building a sandcastle. The other counters receive similar updates in artwork. The daily events screen is on a column in front of this counter. And one piece of artwork features a lighthouse, umbrellas, and tents on the beach. And the other piece shows Mickey, Minnie, and Pluto playing with a beach ball. So on the opposite side of things, um, what they did here and what they did at Boardwalk so far, other than the coffee shop at Boardwalk, um, these are modernization. These are these are modern upgrades that keep the the thematic integrity of the hotel. If this is what they're going to do at the Grand, that's great. If you're just going to redo the counter, add some new art, refresh you know freshen up some some materials here and there, that's that's the way to go. So I think I tend to think they've figured it out. They know what guests are saying. They listen to the feedback, and they're coming around on all this. And it's it's nice to see that. Halloween time at the Disneyland Resort has officially kicked off. And, of course, we were there, and Disneyland News Today was there to check it all out. Uh, right here on our channel, you can watch a full video of this year's Haunted Mansion Holiday, which has one of the most fun gingerbread houses I think they've had in their entire history. We also, on our website, have reviews of every single food and drink item that's been introduced for Halloween time this year. There will be a very lengthy food review video coming out if you'd rather watch that as well, right here on this channel. Uh, don't forget Oogie Boogie Bash is kicking off uh, this week. We will be there for that at Disney California Adventure. And as well, we also have photos and a full guide to all of the food souvenirs that are available, new popcorn buckets, new sippers, all sorts of great stuff, all at DisneylandNewsToday.com. Please go check it out. And of course, lots of great video content right here on this channel. Disneyland Resort Magic Key holders can take advantage of a special limited time bonus while supplies last. You get a complimentary Magic Key themed Magic Band Plus with any purchase. The offer is available at select Disneyland Resort merchandise locations and is only available while supplies last. Simply present your valid Magic Key Pass and government-issued ID during your transaction to receive the Magic Band. You can get as many Magic Bands as you'd like, but you can only get one per completed purchase. The offer is only valid uh, for this blue Magic Key theme Magic Band Plus shown here. Uh, we were told by cast members that the merchandise locations want to get rid of them, so that's likely why there is no minimum purchase amount or number of maximum Magic Band Plus you can obtain. This same Magic Band Plus is also on sale for $29.98 on Shop Disney if you aren't able to make it out to the parks during this promotion. It's normally priced at $44.99, which makes this freebie a great deal if you don't have one of your own of this model yet. This maybe also speaks to the fact that Magic Man Plus is not going great, and it's really not going great out at Disneyland, and they have way too many of this particular design, but I think they are overstocked on all design. You walk around that park, you do not see a ton of people wearing these, and, and someone said it, um, I think it was one of our Twitter replies the other day, they said, um, there's almost nothing to do with them here. Like, yeah, I can wave at, at a handful of, of medallions and statues, but that's about it, and... Yeah, I mean, it does, it does feel like not a lot of love and care went into the project, but 
Um, we'll see how it shakes out. The Tokyo Disney Sea 22nd Anniversary Merchandise Collection is available now to guests uh, for guests to purchase at Tokyo Disney Resort after being revealed online last month. We found the items for sale in Emporio in Mediterranean Harbor at Disney Sea. The collection celebrates the American waterfront, specifically the New York section, uh, and the Electric Railway, which is a fun little ride that takes guests from the American waterfront to Port Discovery. Um, and of course, today, you're watching the show on September 4th. Today is the 22nd anniversary of my favorite Disney theme park in the world, Disney Sea. That's why all this Disney Sea stuff is out here on the desk. Uh, very happy anniversary uh, to probably the greatest Disney theme park ever built. Shanghai Disney Resort has announced that construction has begun on the development of its third themed hotel. The hotel is planned to be a deluxe accommodation with 400 rooms once opened, joining the 420-room Shanghai Disneyland Hotel and the 795-room Toy Story Hotel. Located on the shores of Wishing Star Lake, the future hotel will offer views of Shanghai Disneyland, as well as new indoor and outdoor recreational amenities and programming. This new accommodation will also immerse guests in spaces and activities which showcase Disney characters and stories, according to the press release, as well as introduce new dining, shopping, and entertainment offerings. The art style of the hotel will be influenced by Art Nouveau architecture and design, infused with Disney storytelling, and will serve as homage and an homage to Shanghai's 20th century architectural legacy. The groundbreaking was attended by representatives of Shanghai Disney Resort's joint venture shareholders, the Shanghai Shendi Group and the Walt Disney Company. Executives of Shanghai Disney Resort, as well as leadership from the Administrative Commission of Shanghai International Resort, as seen in the photo you're looking at now. Interestingly enough, um, if you've ever been there, the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel is already Art Nouveau in style. So two Art Nouveau hotels next to each other, it's, it's an interesting choice. We'll see how it goes. For the absolute latest on these stories and all that didn't make it into today's show, be sure to check WDWNT.com and follow us on all your favorite social media platforms. You can support the entire team behind this show and others by joining the WDWNT Interglobe Society at Patreon.com slash WDWNT. Get access to exclusive content, discounted show and event tickets, and more. Special shout out to all of our WIGS members watching who make the show happen every week. For the worldwide leader in Disney Parks news, this is Tom Corliss saying, Enjoy the rest of your today. Have a great, big, beautiful tomorrow.